Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Fresh Takes Gaming Podcast, episode 37. Podcast that brings you fresh takes on the gaming industry, news, kerfuffles, debacles, etc. I'm your host, Evan, and tonight, tonight, we have a very special guest co-host with us. Rose Raider joins us tonight. What is up, Rose? Hi, it's so good to be here. Thank you for having me. And thank you for uh, agreeing to be on here. It was kind of a short notice thing. We had planned this for a while, but then it just, things kind of just fell yeah. in place. Um, unfortunately, well, that's how it happens. yes, it is how it happens. It's a hurry up and wait. And then it's, you know, 11th hour, it's go time. Um, unfortunately, Nick, our, uh, my, my normal co-host buddy, he is sick with pneumonia. So he was trying to do the show. I, I, I told him otherwise. I said, buddy, you need to get rest. We, we will get this, the, you know, the co-host slot filled and, uh, get to feeling better. So everybody, if you're on Twitter, go show him some love at the DS clause, his tag, tell him to feel better. So yes, some patch notes for the show. We have launched a buymeacoffee.com page. So you can show your support through buymeacoffee.com slash support FTG. Um, it's as little as, I think, $3 per cup. Less than a latte at Starbucks, guys. That's all I'm saying. So multiple options there. We decided to go that route because it offered not only membership or single one-time donations, and also member perks as well and supporter perks as well. So very, very fluid, very open sort of platform. We decided to go with that. So go check it out if you can. We'd appreciate to see you there. And of course, any supporters, you can leave a message with your cup of coffee and we will read it on the show. There you go. But that is it as far as patch notes. That's it. That's all I got. Nothing else. New, new, new year. That's the new thing we did, right? So, um, yeah. of course, if you like the content, if you like the show, it's gonna be on, we're on YouTube and audio. Send us a like, hit us with a subscribe. Also, link down below in the description. You can join our Discord. Really good community there, good people. Always posting stuff that's free, games, talking about new games upcoming, etc., etc. So, if you're done with the show here, you can always keep the conversation going in the Discord. All right, moving on. Rose. What are you playing lately? Oh, man. You know, I'm playing a lot of games. I'm definitely a variety streamer, but I just love Apex. I just keep going back to it. I just keep going back. I, I can't help myself. <laughs> okay. There's something so satisfying. Like, I play COD um, or, you know, WoW or Assassin's Creed. You know, you're, you're kind of, you know, take, you're, you're killing the, the opponent, right? But when you kill someone in Apex, it's just so satisfying when he finally comes to and you, let's say you wipe three squads. It's great. It is. It's, it's a hype game. It is a hype game. And, and mm-hmm. I've watched some of your streams. You are pretty hype. So I'm going to say you're like a, a I'm like the master. You, you are the queen. The like queen. The hype woman you are. You're the hype it. queen for sure. Uh, let's go. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, the new, um, the new, it's not, a, not the new season, but the new um, game mode. Right with the boxing ring launch for that. Oh yeah. And how do you how do you feel about that going into the ring and and going to fisticuffs? You know, it was uh, it was interesting. I had mixed feelings about it. I was really excited that Pathy was going to get an event. Pathfinder is my main. I've been playing him since day one that the Apex has been released. And you know, I've I've always wanted to be the one where at the end of the game, there's there's two teams left. 
and you go and you strip all of your stuff down and you go and box. And I've heard people do that. And, you know, like the winner kind of the winner of the boxing match wins the game. And I always thought that'd be so much fun. But every time that I go to do that, I go and do it. And even if the, the opponent is boxing me, their teammate just kills me. And so, like, it's never really worked out. So I was super excited. I drop in. I go down into the ring. And there's six other teams. <laughs> Where are my teammates? They're not with me. And um, so I'm in this ring with all these people. And, I, you know, I had all of them going towards me. So it was interesting. Or we went in there. And it was empty. I wish it would have been like a limited time event, sort of like Mirage Voyage mm-hmm. was. Um, or not Mirage Voyage, the train. Okay. Um, and, you know, it's three teams and they go in there. I don't know, like how you could have done it, but just have us kind of like box it out in some sort of formal way rather than just like a free for all and everybody just tackle each other. Um, but either way, it was fun. Kathy got an event. It was exciting. Um, but there's something new that just came out yesterday. We got Kings Canyon back and I was. Ooh. you know made in king's canyon yeah. because that's all they had when they first started and so i'm super excited i'm gonna jump into it tonight I'm, that's I'm that's gonna... awesome that's awesome yeah the uh you touched on the the winter express event right yeah with the train cars that i love that mode mm-hmm. like it, it it will trigger you sometimes but it's so fun it's so fun in, in um yeah but awesome the fact that you go that, that you drop in with guns mm-hmm. Okay, um, the guns rotate, so they go through each legend, and you, you're you all kind of in a localized area. You know, it's not a bunch of them. You can, you can be strategic about where you land, on where you're going to put yourself, and then you just get straight to it, and you can get a bunch of damage, you can get a bunch mm-hmm. of kills, and exciting, exhilarating, and then you die, and then you, like, immediately get to go back again, and, like, it's right into it. There's not, like, running around the map and, you know, fighting for loot. You know, it's it's hard to to suck it up when when you're in ranks and you go hot drop and they get all the guns and you don't get a gun and you're well, like, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's awesome. Now you've been Apex. You've pretty much been playing since it launched. Hmm. Well, pretty much. Um, it launched and I played this first season. The second season came out and I moved. And so I wasn't really able to play most of okay. that. I think I might have caught the end of that season. Sure. And then I played since then. Um, in J- January, or not January, in July, <clears throat> I think whatever season, that might have been like five or six that came out through there. Um, that's when they introduced more of the energy weapons. Mm-hmm. That was an adjustment. Yeah. It was an adjustment for sure. Um, between that and like Mixer shutting down and having so much stuff going on. Um, there, it, I don't think I played for two months. But I mean, I always go back to it. I'm like, Apex is making me so mad. And then, and then a couple of days later, I'm like, go play. Yeah, that's, <laughs> Let's go play. yeah, absolutely. Awesome, awesome. So, um, yeah, Apex is kind of your main thing. You mentioned WoW a little bit. Yeah, so WoW is something new that I got into. WoW, um, I know has been around for a really long time. I've got a couple of really awesome friends that uh, were playing it. So that made me feel kind of comfortable getting into it. Um, I think I made a judgment call, like just from the outside, not even really even seeing any of the gameplay. Um, and I just kind of was like, mm, I don't really like it. So when I actually just full sent it and tried it, I actually ended up buying um, like Shadowlands because Shadowlands wasn't out yet. I think it was November. I ended up buying that and I bought like um, the WoW token or whatever so I could get like the monthly subscription. Mm-hmm. And I've even bought an MMO mouse 
which let me tell you what. So this mouse is a very light mouse that's perfect for Apex, mm -hmm. but there's not really buttons. There's like two buttons. But when you play MMOs, you've got all these buttons all over the keyboard. So that was an adjustment mm -hmm. for me. Um, I know my keyboard well, but I got this mouse recommended from a friend and it has 12 buttons on the side. So I'm over here learning how to do these buttons. Um, I had a blast. It was awesome. I like kind of quest stuff. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I was able to learn those buttons to get up really fast. So it was it was a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, have you played Shadowlands yourself? I've not played Shadowlands myself. So I have a, a past a history with with WoW. So okay. when, oh gosh, I was pro it was probably 2012, right? I think, yeah, 2012. I bought a pre-built, uh, no, it was before that. It was probably 2010. Anyway, time doesn't matter. It was a long time ago. Yeah. And it was when I worked in a, uh, a tech support call center for a, a large telecommunications company. I'll remain unnamed. But we had a and that's part of it right is is the community aspect you get in with a good group of people good guild well all the people vast majority of the people i worked with played so we had a guild for basically our whole work team and i played as a single man an ex exorbitant amount of hours into that game and i played from uh the second the first expansion i think burning crusade i think it was called and then up through mm -hmm. all the way up through wrath of the lich king and then i just kind of fell off i was like i can't i was i was kind of addicted to it not gonna lie i was kind of i kind of had a problem and i had just like cold turkey it's like no nah, can't do it anymore gotta go so you get into it because there's so much to do yep um and and i'm a person who really gets into games so even like before i started playing wow um like, I've been known to start up a game, and let's say there's a new season, or let's say there's something new about it that, that I really get into, um, for, like, 16, 20 hours straight. And they're like, oh, my gosh, what are you doing this crazy? And it's just like, I'm just, if I were to turn this, like, I would, this is what I want to do. I just, like, get in it, and I just dive in it, and I, I love going into those worlds. Like, you know, whether it be Skyrim or whatever it mm -hmm. is, you know, wow, you know, putting yourself into that world and really kind of, immersing yourself and i feel like everything else just kind of disappears and it's fun to just let go absolutely yeah you, it's just a nice escape right so mm -hmm. um what class and race are you rolling so i am in the horde okay and i am a hunter i think i'm a blood elf i started out as an orc i think it was an orc i'm not sure i was green um and then as i progressed i paid to switch my to switch um to switch it to an elf because i wanted to look more like a person <laughs> okay and and uh, my friends think it's so funny because i'm like the type of person where i love the transmog aspect of it um because i like to i like my i like to look nice in the sure, games right, right. i want to look nice and so they're like rose over here caring about her outfit more uh, than her item level <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i have a good item level i think it's like 180 seven or something like that okay. i don't know um but i've got friends that was that makes it fun and run with and you know Torgast has been challenged but we're chugging <laughs> okay. along right that's great. and that's what it is right i mean there's always something to do in those games like when people you know the guild we weren't necessarily doing a raid or anything i was you know i was a uh a night elf druid so i would go 
you know, build up my leatherworking, go farm materials for hours on end to build up my leatherworking so I can get this piece of armor made or this bag, this expanded slot bag made or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, always something to do in those games. Yeah. So that's awesome. I'm glad mm-hmm. you're getting into that and enjoying it. Um, yeah. I've been playing Cyberpunk 2077. And Isn't it such a good game? It's so. How, what are your feelings on it? We need to break this down because I have feelings that I feel like are much different than what you've been reading on Twitter. So I'd love to know what your okay. So is. one of our previous episodes we was titled Cyberbug 2077. Okay. Um. Okay. But honestly, you know, did it launch in a not good state? Yes. Right. Mainly for console players. So how, how I feel about it as, and this isn't a PC master race, the latest statement is cyberpunk 2077 on PC. And I'm not running like current gen hardware. Like I have a 1080, you know, GPU, uh, Ryzen 2600 CPU, right? 16 gigs of memory. Like this isn't a beefy rig by any current state of affairs. Mm-hmm. And it runs well. I mean, there, there is some jank. Let me just say that. There's some jankiness. There are some weird clipping issues that happen or weird AI issues that happen. But the 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 city, the environment, the the gun, you know, the just the the story. Oh my god, the story is so good. I'm enjoying it. Right. I'm really enjoying it. And maybe I'm in the minority. I love it too. So No, I think that maybe we must both be the minority. I personally think that um you know, console players probably had it rough, yes. and I didn't play it on console. I had, you know, I had the ability to play it on PC. Um, you know, which for me, I didn't really experience that much stuff. I maybe I, I maybe I could say that I've had like one or two things, but it wasn't something that like kept me from playing. Um, and I think only one time I just like restarted it, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, but running around the city and just like all the different aspects. I think picking things up is a little janky. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's the F key and I would really like to make it the E key, but they don't give you the option to change that keybind. Yeah. but everything else in the world you can change. Um, the customizations are out of this world. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And um, it's just so beautiful. I really like it. It really is. It's a, it's a fantastic. I purposely game. don't stream it though. It's too, it's too heavy on my PC to oh, stream. Yeah. And I just got an RX 5700X Mm-hmm. and it's it yeah. still doesn't like i could stream it but it's choppy yeah yeah like oh yeah when when i put that game on like you i immediately as soon as i enter into the game like the fans just kick up on my gpu is- and it's like wow this thing's ready for liftoff um yeah, but yeah for it's sure. it, it it's a beautiful game it's a great game and there like nothing game breaking has a, happened for me in it Again, jankiness. Like there was one time I jumped off a bridge down onto the freeway below, and apparently that triggered a whole like looping set of car accidents. Like every new oh every God. new car that came by just kept crashing into the guardrail over and over. It was a new car. It, fun, oh, dude, I was Honestly, loving it. I, I had this whole thing where I was all, I want to find the bugs. Mm-hmm. Like I want to find the glitches. I want to find the bugs. I want to find you know what's going on and like kind of experience them those are kind of like fun little interactive things that are funny that aren't forever right you know right. and like apex when apex has bugs it just crashes and you can't play it all <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> apex. yeah apex yeah but it, yeah it's uh it's it's been great and um 
the driving in it is not great. Driving controls aren't very very great, but um, the shooting's good. You know what? I haven't had that many issues with it. I recently, though, bought a controller because of Cyberpunk. And okay? that's... I'm more of like a PlayStation girl. Okay. So I've got my PlayStation controller. Yeah. And um, when, I play a, when I play Assassin's Creed Valhalla and when I play Cyberpunk, I bought these for these two games because, like, there's times when you have cinematics and I feel like I'm kind of, like, sitting back, you know, because each one it takes a little bit longer. And then you have to do something. I'm like, okay, I'm going to play now. And so then I go to play and it's like, you take two steps and then you talk to this guy and it's cinematic again. So I was like doing this a lot. So I was like, I just chill mode play. activate. Now I'm learning shit on the, on the controller yep. again. And the same for me. I play cyberpunk strictly on, on Xbox controller. So, um, it just works out for me better that way. Like, like again, the aiming, the combat, the jumping maneuverings, fine. It's this just weird driving stuff. But again, you know, CD Projekt Red, I feel, is kind of trying to be everything to everyone with everything they put into this game. So, exactly what I say the opposite to do, honestly, and and I feel like maybe that's where they miss their mark is because you need to be accepting that you're not going to be able to hit everyone's likeness on everything. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you need to pick your lane and almost stay in it. And then when other people aren't really a fan of it, well, that's okay because it wasn't made for you. Exactly. Right? Like maybe something else will be made for you. You know, not everything is meant for everybody. And it, and understanding that rather than being like, oh, they didn't like it. Oh, no, we need to please them. But just accepting that is a big thing. For sure. For sure. So, um, yeah, so I've been playing Cyberpunk. Um, Paladins, it's kind of one of my go-tos, just my fallback, kind of feel-good game. Um, I know I probably... Probably bring that up all the time. Makes me all from. I mean, it's just it's just fun. Team deathmatch or uh, siege mode, just just fun. You find your your hero that you're you know have taken a liking to, and you just kind of do your best. It's just fun. No 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 stress. Nice. Um, and Ghost Runner is also another game I've been playing. Um, it's kind of a cyberpunky themed wall running rhythm action game. Kind of how I can put it. Um wall running so like yes do you do you go from running on the wall to running on the on the floor like all around the walls so they're pretty turn with it pretty pretty much so like you'll like i'm gonna have to look this yeah up. you'll run and slide and then there'll be like a, a wall floating in like an industrial area you'll have to run up off that go over here slow down time while you're in air and like kill the guy before he one shots you so it's 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 good. It's good. It's a lot of fun. It it can get you a little uh, a little triggered at times because it's literally like you you'll wipe, start over at the last save, and just keep running and running and running to try to get the whole area cleared out because it's one shot, one kill. Like one shot, you're dead. There is mm-hmm. no health bar. It's you get tagged, starting over. So it's savage. Yeah, it's pretty savage, but it's fun. So yeah, so that's what we've been playing, guys. Let us know what I- you all have been playing in the comments below. Okay, let's move on to some stories. There's been some news. Um, and we're going to touch on just a couple things. And I guess we'll start off with uh, coming to us from The Verge. The Epic Game Store is now offering Spotify. So, uh, do you think that they might be a little, a little salty about the whole Apple and Google thing? Something, something definitely. I mean, I can't imagine that something as huge as what happened between Epic Games and Apple's kind of falling out and 
you know, debacle between each other doesn't have some sort of huge out yeah you know i can't imagine they're just going to continue on how they were doing it yes so it's it's interesting so they had just kind of like promoted it on they have a, a twitter a tweet out from the epic game store account that says spotify is now available on epic game store you know discover new music and podcasts while you game listen to the songs you love and enjoy music from all over the world okay great um but i honestly don't recall seeing this ad in Epic Game Store because I fire up Epic Game Store once every other day just to either look what free games are available or any sales. And I do not remember seeing anything about Spotify in there. So it's kind of odd to me that they, you know, they put this out there and it's like they're not really championing it like in their platform. Maybe and maybe, but maybe that they're just kind of like you know, sort of very in the beginning of introducing it in a way, kind of just seeing what what it's going to take from. Um, I know that let's say Xbox and Discord, I think that they have kind of been now whether or not they did it on purpose or whether they have some sort of an agreement or whether they work together to kind of like support one another. I'm not too sure, um, but I know that Discord was offering. Um, Xbox Game Pass PC, and then I know Xbox Game Pass was, or Xbox in some way, was offering Discord Nitro. Mm -hmm. So those two things kind of like went hand in hand. And I just find that um, I know there's some businesses or companies that start partnering with um, like Disney Plus. They're like, hey, if you use our service, and I think this is really known for cell phone companies. You know what I mean? They're like, if you get our service, We'll give you this subscription for free. They'll like partner with that company and offer that to sure. them. Um, I'm sure they want to just get their hands in that game. It makes it makes sense, like from a from a marketing standpoint. Sure. Yeah. I mean, bring people in. Absolutely. Like, kind of make a uh, a one stop shop for your your entertainment in a way. Seems like yeah. working on you know you have your it's games. Microsoft. I mean, they want to they want to take over everything. <laughs> True. Yeah. So like with Epic Games bringing in Spotify, it's like okay, well we kind of want to make kind of re- develop that same sort of one-stop shop. So um, I'll be interested to see what el- what other stuff they start putting in there as far as services go. Um, you know, could, could we see a, uh, a Hulu or like a Disney Plus or something, right? Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe. who knows? It honestly wouldn't surprise yeah. me. It wouldn't surprise me. And I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if someone new attaches to Netflix. Mm-hmm. I know this um, is a little off topic, but I know Netflix is planning on releasing i think like one movie a week or some something like I that i saw that yeah um with some really really good named artists mm-hmm. like um actors and actresses and um creators on their own um and i think that we're going to not only see you know names and faces that we're so used to seeing in these like that we would normally pay to go to the movie theater to see um but i think we're going to see some new shining lights as well and so um it wouldn't surprise me for more people to jump on that yeah sure Okay, well, we'll see what for what future holds for Epic Game Store and the services they offer. But we're going to move along to the story about Capcom updating. Now, this came out actually probably about a week ish ago. Um, Capcom updated their guidelines for content creators. Now, there was a big you know uproar on twitter as there usually is about things of this sort and 
you know, a, the vast majority of things I've saw were, you know, people up in arms and they weren't very happy about it and this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, typically here on the show, we usually like to side with, uh, be on the side of content creators, gamers, you know, uh, so on, and not necessarily big businesses or huge publishers. But in this one, I think I'm leaning more towards Capcom, you know, going in the, taking Capcom's side in this. Um, I'll just do a quick rundown here. So the original guidelines basically said, if you make any walkthroughs or tutorials, let's plays, speedruns, reviews, reactions, instructionals, and other commentary style videos using their game footage to be shared on YouTube, Twitch, etc. Uh, the associated step-by-step -step commentary should be tied to the live game being gameplay being shown and should provide instructional or educational value or other benefits. And then as far as game footage posted online, you should not share game footage online without adding your own video or content unless the game console or device permits sharing of game footage. You may not split our game content into components and distribute such components as separate content. Okay. And any fan content may not be promoted as official Capcom content. Duh. I mean, that's kind of a no-brainer. <laughs> so, um, only Capcom music. Please note that some game soundtracks or songs may not be owned by Capcom. Oh, God, this is tied in the DMCA. Forgot about this one. Uh, but instead are licensed from artists or another group. As this varies from game to game, please be aware that music may trigger content flags and potential removal of the video. Okay. That's, I mean, yeah, with the whole DMCA thing going on, that's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, and that's what just what it is, honestly, because, I mean, look at it from not a creator standpoint, not a viewer standpoint, and not a gamer standpoint, but the people that are making the game. You know, they aren't making the game so that content creators can play it and, you know, make a living or entertain their friends or, you know, whatever it is that they want to do. They're making the game so that people can enjoy the game, right? Right. So, like, why should they be held back from using music that they have every right to use in their game just because someone won't be able to also make money off it? Right. You know, but the fact that they're telling people, hey, this is a thing I need you to be aware and just watch out for it. You know, if they were coming across saying, like, all of our stuff is safe and then comes back and, you know, you're getting claims for that, like, that would kind of be kind of shady. You know, but I think they're being upfront. You know, they're they're paying their licenses and they're paying their artists mm -hmm. to be able to make their game. You know, I think that. I don't know. I think it's kind of their decision. Yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, they're the ones footing the bill for the development of their of their game. Paying the publishing costs, et cetera, et cetera. So it's it's their property. They can put whatever restrictions, mm -hmm. use restrictions on it that they want. I mean, bar mm -hmm. none. Um, and one of the other things it says all fan created content should be appropriate for the audience of the Capcom games. So yeah, if it's a E for everyone Capcom game, and you have somewhere in, in there doing more uh, adult themed content, whether it's you know nudity, drug use, whatever they're doing with it, dark comedy, whatever they're doing. I mean, yeah, that's age-appropriate. You need to have whatever the game is that you're trying to make content for, your content does need to follow the uh, scoring of that game or the age rating of that game. Sure. I 100% agree. We're probably going to get flamed in comments on this. That's okay. That's okay, you know? You know what? We can't, what did we say earlier? We can't. We can't make everyone That's happy. Right. And you know, I, I know in the beginning there was another point. 
you know, um, you can, you can upload it, but, but, and you can, and you can stream it, but you need to make it your own or, and, and I think that they put some extra wording in there somewhat to protect themselves, but really at the end of the day, um, as a content creator, I think that you should always be striving to make it your own, right? Adding a different element when you're streaming, um, you know, my recommendation would be to, you know, even if you added a simple overlay or a camera, um, any of those, just adding your camera onto the onto the gameplay and then having just you talking or or you um anything like that like that can be it and i think even speaking so like if you're just playing through the game and then you're talking through the game and you're giving your input and what you think and your experiences through that i think that counts as well mm -hmm. you know yeah. they just don't want a solid quiet nothing but their stream because how are you really re representing that because that's almost like you know you're straight up taking their content. You're not just making your own content off of it. Right. Right. No, I 100% agree. 100% agree with that. So we'll see. I think, I think you know, as the weeks progressed, uh, Capcom put out another tweet that said, you know, thanks everyone for the feedback. Though this policy is newly posted, be assured these are guidelines we've been using already. It is not meant to change how we approach creator content. And they were very open about it. And they said, reply with specific questions here and we'll work on clarifying in the near future. I mean, what more can you ask for? It's pretty straightforward. Yeah. And and I think they just kind of wanted everybody to know, especially with light of everything. You know, I think transparency is the biggest key. Yeah. Um, and I think they get credit for saying that. There's a lot of companies that don't or haven't yes. to this to this day. Absolutely. You know, and you know, you're just kind of stuck in the dark going, mm, well, I guess we'll see. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely right. Um, you know, you're kind of roll rolling the dice and when you're trying to create content and you don't really know what the policy is. Not explicitly out yeah. there. So um, so mm -hmm. that's what's going on with Capcom and their content policy. Um, I think it's a good thing, though. Good job, Capcom. Good on you. Good job. So, <laughs> I think what we're going to do, I think, so those are the kind of the two bigger news stories. Um, we're going to go into one more, and then we're going to get to talk a little bit more to Rose about her streaming career. But next, the next story is, dun-dun-dun-dun, EA has lost exclusivity of the Star Wars franchise for video games. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I mean, this has been all over the internet. Um, the link I have, which all the links for all the stories that we uh, discuss will be in the uh, description and show notes um, for audio listeners. And it comes from uh, Gamatsu, but it's been everywhere. So EA no longer has exclusivity rights that they've had for years on the Star Wars franchise. Um, we can talk about the Battlefront series. Battlefront 2, one of the most hated games at launch that I can recall in recent history due to the microtransaction hell that they tried to impart on their game uh, game players. And that was not a good look. And I think uh, Disney or, or Lucas kind of seen the right on the wall with that. Now, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order... Pretty good game. I never finished it, but I enjoyed what I played of it. And in light of this news, it is said that Ubisoft is now working on an open world Star Wars game, and I am extremely freaking hyped about that. It's just so awesome. It's so excited. I found out a couple of days ago and almost like taking like a Skyrim feel. And um, I love Skyrim so much. And just having that in Star Wars, I think that'll be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
We really do. Uh, and, and I think that they're going to have a really cool way to put it because especially since it's so new now, I mean, it's 2021. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're going to take all the best technology that we're going to have out here now. So like, I'm, I can't even, I can't even begin to try to imagine what they're gonna make i don't know i I literally went blank for a second that's like i was like i don't know i'm trying to imagine but i just yeah yeah well because i mean ubisoft has done really well with with the open world field of of the assassin's creed franchise especially the last three origins odyssey and now valhalla which i haven't played yet and also probably gonna lose nerd points never played skyrim because i know it would be a huge time suck of my life so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's why it's not because I have no interest in it. It's because I'm too interested in it. So <laughs> you're too interested in it. Mahala is amazing. Um, I love the Assassin's Creed series. Mahala is so fun. Um, I have slowly kind of been working through it, and it's just it's something I love to play on stream. Community loves it. We've been hyping it up. I love playing it off stream as well when I'm just chilling back, hanging out. And you know what? Actually, I find myself there's like this. Do you mind if I spoil something? Do you mind? I've already seen. Okay, guys, if you're listening or watching. There's gonna be some spoilers. Okay, three, spoilers. two, one. Spoilers. Go. Okay, so there's a dice game, and in every city that you go to, there's gonna be this dice game and this drinking game that you can play. And so this dice game, you go and you sit down. And you're like, I want to play, and um, I swear this dice game should be a game of its own. Like a total, like this, I would, I would play that game. Just, like one time I went in there and I was like, we're, we're going to go play some dice guys. We're going to go play some dice and we'll sit down and like, um, you, you get these tiles and, and you're trying to like get a sword or an ax and you know, they have a, have a target and a helmet they can put on to kind of like, um, uh, knock them off. So like you can't hit their points. And so you have X amount of little stones, right? And so you're just trying to take all of their stones away. I will sit there for hours, dude, and just play that game. I'm not progressing in the story. I'm not doing anything at all to like further my my way in this game. I am literally, and I don't think I get anything from doing it over and over and over and over again. But I just love it so much. That, it's just so that's fun. Great. That, that is it's awesome. Great. It's like my it's my favorite part. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's too great. So did you pl- did you play Odyssey? I did. Okay, so that's yeah, the last. It was. Um, I loved it. I, I, I think yeah. I have probably sixty, seventy hours in that game. I have a unicorn as a. So horse, do I. And I have the unicorn too. And I love it so much. I would. Oh, and I don't have my hat, so I've got like a unicorn hat that I wear when I ride it. And um, we went to we we went to um, Atlantis. Mm-hmm. I don't even. I don't think that's a technical name of like the actual place that I was. But it's kind of like the idea. I think that was just kind of like the home of it. And there's like these little worlds. Um, and gosh, I just loved riding it all through there. I love the, I love the, there's nothing that I don't like about it, yeah. honestly. I just like all of it. It's so fun. So which, which character did you play as in Odyssey? Um, I was Cassandra. Down here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was. I was Cassandra. It was. It, it was, was a great ride, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then when I started Valhalla, the way, and I'm not going to give a spoiler, but I'm just going to say that the way it started, thank God I was streaming. So I got my reactions all on camera. <laughs> like it was, it was so crazy because like immediately I was just like, oh, <laughs> holy shit. It's getting, like, am I going to make it? I haven't even. <laughs> 
started yet. So, um, like, yeah, yeah that's that awesome. could be a movie. They did such a good job on the cinematics. It's crazy. Yeah. Not fucking well done. But, but no, no. I, I go ahead. Uh, yeah, congrats to you. I was just gonna say, um, I recommend it for anybody. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get it at some point. There's so many good games. Got I'm in Cyberpunk now. I can yeah. only do one open world game at a time. I can't. Well, I got there. Cyberpunk and uh, man, Valhalla, so now I like. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's crazy. It takes a little bit longer to go through them, but like I just get these dirt jolts of like I want to go spend time in this. World. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I want to go run around in these mountains. Mm-hmm. I want to go run around in, in like this valley our apex i want to go play in the purple grass so let's go to olympus because i want to go hang out in purple that's right like yeah because greece in odyssey greece was like i just loved being in being in that that world it was just Mm -hmm. like okay i'm gonna go ride around my horse or a unicorn for a little bit do some side quests whatever like oh you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna go sailing i'm gonna go sailing for a bit get on that water you know so good yes I love running around and roaming without actually having a, point. a place yeah. to go. Or like, or, you know, like maybe I'm like, okay, I'm going to go in this general area, in this general direction, and I'm going to go explore. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what we're going to run into, but we're going to go. We're yep. going. It's go- We're going on a trip. It's an adventure. I'm an adventure girl. Yeah. Like, in games and out of games. So anytime I can kind of submerse myself into that adventure, it's just awesome. So imagine that, but with the Star Wars universe. <laughs> like I'm <Yeah>. just like, <laughs> give it to me. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm ready. With that and like the latest technology right. that there is, because Star Wars always goes above and beyond, mm-hmm. right? Like they are always like top notch. Like let's just overkill this real yeah. quick. All all the ray so. tracing. <laughs> yeah, all the ray tracing. Mm-hmm. All the ray tracing. Yeah. So I, I can't wait. I'm super stoked. I wish they would make it less. Okay, so we've got these beefed up GPUs now, mm-hmm. but now. But now, I don't know what they're doing when they're making games. I don't know if any game developers are watching this at all, but I would really love to know why games are so CPU heavy. Because now that we've got this beefed up GPU, and then I go to play, and then my GPU is running at 20, 30%, but yet my CPU is at 100 being maxed out. Mm -hmm. And like that's kind of confusing, because I feel like before it was the other way. Whatever we've done, we like, you know, just swapped them. And, um, you know, I yeah. It's all a ploy to keep PC owners yeah. constantly upgrading, spending money. Constantly. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's a trap. It is. It's, it is a trap. It's, it's a, trap. a trap for sure. Awesome. I'm gonna do it though. I'm gonna take the plunge. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And like, yeah, I don't know. Like, like the first game that I noticed, like CPU intense, was like Warzone, where I was just like, my GPU is sitting at like twenty five, thirty percent, but my Again, like like you said, like my CPU is just like tanked. So we'll see. Yep. Developers, please help us use up all the GPU we have available to us. Please and thank you. <laughs> but maybe not all of it. Well, not no, all of it. Like, like cap it at like sixty-five, seventy. We need a little more headroom. Just a little bit of headroom left. Yeah. Right. So. Just a little bit. So. And and it doesn't make up for just by sending us overclocked GPUs. No, already. No, no, no. Make up for that little bit. That doesn't count. Doesn't count. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> count. 
So, yeah, so I'm interested in that. We'll see what happens with that. I would like to see, like, maybe a, uh, hopefully a trailer at some point or something. I know it's still early on. You know, they just signed the, the, you know, the ink is probably still wet on the contract for Ubisoft getting this deal, but I want it already. I, I just want it. Could they, yeah. I couldn't imagine that they would have a whole lot now. I mean, unless they have, but I mean, like, when it was signed, do you think that they knew beforehand and was, like, have already been working on ideas and stuff that they wanted to do? couldn't imagine working on a project that something like that that's so far-fetched yeah I, I don't think so i think it's one of those things like do we know did so did did their exclusivity just run out it was it only till like 2021 and it just happened to run out and they didn't renew it or did they finally just say you know what we're gonna let this go yeah i think it i think it was a matter of the exclusivity ag- agreement ran out and it was um it ran out, but they didn't say we're not going to go with EA anymore because EA still said, hey, we still have Star Wars games in the pipe that we're going to make. Um, but mm-hmm. now other developers have a shot to do their their version of it. Well, and it doesn't make any sense to me anymore, especially where we are in this world, to have it exclusivity into one thing because there's so much more opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, just based off of certain, let's say, consoles or systems, right. um, you know, whether you're Xbox, PlayStation or PC, you know, there's a like a huge demographic of people who would love to take part in those things, but because they're locked up against like a console, like I don't have a PlayStation right now, even though I really want to play Spider-Man, I'm not going to go buy a PlayStation to go and play Spider-Man. But if I had it available to me, I would very much buy it. Missed opportunity. Right. right and there. I think that's what they're starting to see like with um Sony starting to put some of their exclusives on PC, right? What were, what, mm-hmm. like, granted, their last-gen PS4 release titles, like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn's now available on PC. That was exclusive. Um, Detroit Become Human was another exclusive to the PlayStation, um, but now it's available on PC. So we're starting to see that opening up more, which is great for gamers, all gamers. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, like, God of War Good. will come. Want to play that so bad. So, but yes, let's move on. So we're going to talk to you. We're going to talk to Rose Raider about her journey bum, 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 into streaming. About my journey. Yes. So tell tell us a story of a of a budding Rose <laughs> puns. Um, and what what no? What drew you into it? Like what made you come with the idea? So, I need to I need to try streaming out. Yeah, so um, I didn't really know what streaming was. Um, I didn't know what watching streams was. I wasn't a viewer. I didn't spend one second in a stream before I started streaming. Um, the only thing that I knew about streaming or like streaming your games or anything was that Ninja did it. And like I didn't get into it because of Ninja. Um, so for a couple years before I started streaming, which was last September, um, I was doing some drop shipping and I am a bit of an, of an entrepreneur. I had started a few brands. And so not only was I just selling products, but I was building a brand around products. And I was doing that with my brother. We were kind of like a duo team. Um, he was marketing side. I was, you know, kind of the brains on the PC, making it all happen. You know, we would come up with an idea and I would bring it to life. And, you know, before that, I've got 10 years of business background um, within sales and really understanding how to structure a business properly um, for optimal output. 
And so I was sitting there working and, you know, I've been working from home. Basically, my brother put a laptop on my on my lap and said, um, start a Shopify store. I said, well, I don't know what Shopify is. Well, Google. <laughs> so I Googled Shopify. Well, we had a Shopify store in like two hours and or not two hours. I think it was like two days. We, we had a Shopify store in two days. And that, that just kind of snowballed because just like that, you don't have to know how to do something to look it up and Google and figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of see myself as a problem solver. And so, you know, I use the skills that I've obtained over the last 10 years to put all of those things into a stream. So I've always been a gamer. I'm, I'm, I'm a hardcore gamer. I, had a, I grew up with a PlayStation. Um, I had every gen. I even had the fourth one, but I lost it in um, a separation. Um, so I love PC even more now. But so I was playing in my room and, and whatever. My brother came in and he goes, what are you doing? And I was like, huzzah. I'm playing Apex, man. It's so much fun. He goes, he goes, why don't you stream it? He goes, because you're building brands and, and, you know, doing all this stuff and promoting a business and a brand that we have built. And I think we did like two or three of them. Um, he goes, why don't you just do it for yourself? And then you can just build a brand around you and then you can, we can market you. And then we could, we could just do that. It'll be fine. And I was all, and he goes, and then you can play games in here all night and it won't be for nothing. You know what I mean? Like you, you could be gaining something. I was like, I know, bro, but like, I'm so bad. Like I grew up on PlayStation. I don't know how to shoot. Like I have no aim. I was like, I don't do it. Everyone's going to laugh at me. And he goes, he goes, no, they won't. And even if they do, fuck them. It doesn't matter. And he goes, um, he goes, the people that are going to be there in the beginning, they're going to grow with you and then they're going to see you get better. And it's going to be fine. I was like, okay. So I full sent it. And I researched what streaming was and what is it like to like, what do you have to do? And, you know, I found Twix, I found Twitch and Mixer and Twitch seemed very commercialized and Mixer seemed very home-like and a community and something that you could really kind of get into. And I was so drawn um, by the people and the energy that I chose Mixer. And so I started um, it was a wild journey and in about five or six months I was partnered. And so I really kind of went whole head into it. Everyone said I couldn't do it. They said, you're going to get denied. You're, you're not going to make it. There's no way. Um, you know, all of the, all of this negative stuff. And I'm a very positive person and I believe that you can manifest your own destiny. Um, and it depends on how much work you want to do. So I told all of my friends, I said, I'm sorry, but you're never going to see me again. And I shut my door and I sat in my room um, on a, I started on like a TV tray with one monitor, um, a pre-built piece of crap (laughs) and a drink. And, you know, I I had a green screen that made my forehead like black out. Like, (laughs) I don't even think sometimes I had it. And, you know, I just, I just connected with people. I just connected with people and I got to know people because it was about the relationships that I was building and it was about the people that I was, that I was meeting and, 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 and everything. And I don't know, it just kind of went and it built and we got it. And I, it's been a great journey. It's been a lot of fun. Awesome. It's been wild. That's, that's, that's great. Yeah. That's great. So, you know, unfortunately everybody knows about the mixer shut down. Um, and some people yeah. just, some people at that time just, just gave up. They didn't transition to, to Twitch or anything, but you decided to, to transition to Twitch. Was it kind of, um, were there hurdles with that or was your community like, we're going to follow you. It's cool. You know, 
go on over. We'll we'll see you there. I would say about a quarter or a third was like, I'm going to see you there. Let's go. We're ride or die. Um, and I feel like that's huge on the fact that it, I didn't build a community around a game. So if I stopped playing Apex and I started playing something else, they're still going to be there. Right. You know, because I feel like they were there because they were my friends. Mm -hmm. And I was building a family and a community and a place to escape. Um, you know, and, and it was just kind of like, we're hanging out, you know, like those are, those are my friends. I felt like closer to a lot of them than I would people that I actually know in my own town. It's just because of all the time that we spent and I like to get to know people. Um, and so transitioning wasn't as difficult as I think it was for some. Um, one thing was, is when the mixer shutdown came, I remember being, um, in a voice call in the mixer partner discord and there was a bunch of people in there and we were talking about everything that was going on and i remember just keeping an eye on twitter and then i just saw that tweet and i told everyone i said you guys all need to be quiet and you need to look at twitter and that's when everybody found out and um so between that time i had because like remember how i said when i was working on you know drop shipping and my brother was kind of the marketing mm -hmm. side so ironically enough, 11 hours before that, I was working on a marketing campaign that I had put money into to um, do Facebook ads for my mixer. And it was going to go live because I was going to stream that night. It was going to go live that night for Mixer. Wow. And I had to call my brother up on the phone and say, you need to stop everything that we've done. You need to turn it off because I do not want to run Facebook ads to mix to Facebook to drive them to Mixer to a platform that's literally shutting down. So I had, so I turned all that off. I think we had one more stream. So whoever happened to show up at that stream knew what was going on. There was some people that, you know, they don't make it to every single stream. And so there's some of our community that never even knew what happened. Mm -hmm. And not only that, when I moved to Twitch, I changed my name because my name used to be Rose underscore Raider one. And now it was Rose Raider one. Um, so I had kind of, it's a little it's a little thing, but on Twitch, if you don't search the exact name, you're not going to find True. it. Um, it was it was it was a hurdle. I just streamed for YouTube on YouTube for the first time a couple weeks back, and I didn't tell anybody I was streaming. I didn't post it on Twitter. I didn't tell my Discord. I was just like, guys, this is going to be fun. Let's go stream on YouTube. So I did, and that's what we did. And when I was on there, I had somebody come in, and they were like, "Oh my God, Rose, is this Rose? Are you Rose from Mixer?" And I was like, "Yeah." And they were all, I was part of your family. When, when we were a mixer, but oh. mixer shut down and I hate Twitch and I haven't seen you since. Oh, yeah. And like, dude, that melted my heart. Yeah. And so that really goes to show. And I know, because I had a I had many conversations. There's a lot of people that just don't want to spend time on Twitch. And to each their own, I mean, I get that. Um, that's why I'm super excited for Glimish. I think that's going to bring in a lot of people that we lost, that we, that aren't able to bring you know, then I've met a lot of new people, which is really awesome. Um, you know, we've we've carried we have an amazing group of of people in our community and they're super supportive in and out. And I think we kind of support each other um, and getting to know your community and who they are and what games they like and playing with them will do so much better than just they're a viewer. Yeah. Or you know, they're chatting in my stream and, you know, whatever, like there there's people behind those usernames and I like to get to know those people. I think I think it makes the world a difference. Absolutely, I, I couldn't I couldn't agree more. Like I, you know, I told you that the podcast we we streamed on Mixer, um, for a while. Um, I personally streamed on Mixer, uh, for a while as well. Not my my goal was never to get partnered. It was never. It was just a fun thing for me to do. 
And I met so mm-hmm. many awesome people still that I still talk to this day from Mixer. Same. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I maybe had like 75, right? 75 followers or whatever like that. But the thing was, you get to know them. Like there was, and yeah. unfortunately, it's been so long since I've streamed on Mixer that I've forgotten some of the usernames, but I remember their stories, right? Like I remember one guy came in, he was kind of a regular, like, oh yeah, I'm doing this. And, and I remember, I think he was going to visit his mom. Or something like that. And then like two weeks later, he comes back into the stream. I was like, oh, man, how'd you visit with your mom go? You know, and he's like, you actually remembered that? And I'm like, you know. yeah, you know, yeah, I, I do. You know, you care about people. You make you see them as yeah. regulars, you care about them. You want to know, get to know them. Mm-hmm. So and, and community, like, like you said, community is a huge part of it. Um, and unfortunately, yeah. you had that experience on, just on YouTube where like someone said, oh, I hate Twitch. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, but yeah. they discovered you on YouTube, which is awesome. So. The fact that, like, they first off, how did they find right the one day? You know what I mean? Like, it was just, it was just so crazy. Yeah, and it, and it's so cool. And I think that a huge thing to point out is, um, you know, each new person that comes into your community, whether you have seventy five followers or whether you have ten thousand followers, like, I feel like you should still treat them like they were that first follower that came in or that first person. You know what I mean? And still try to get to know them. And not be like, well, I already have 500 followers. And so, like, hi, like, you're just kind of a number now. Mm-hmm. Um, really kind of, you know, give them that same respect that it was when, you know, you only had a couple of people. And if you get to know each individual person on an individual level, then you're going to build a rapport with them. And I feel like it's n- cancel the word networking. Restate it with um, building bonds and connections with people and, like, getting to know them. Um, and I think you're going to build so much more. Yeah. So much more. Sure. But you mentioned Glimish. So you stream on Twitch primarily, right? Mm-hmm. You've now branched into YouTube a little bit? Or is this just... Yes, a little bit um, here and there, just kind of filling it out. Honestly, I just wanted to practice on what it would be like to switch my OBS and change things around. Because when Glimish launches, I'm going to be streaming on both platforms. I'm not going to twit- quit Twitch. Um, and so it's kind of just a little fun practice right now for a different no, platform absolutely and that's good that's good yeah glimish um we've we interviewed uh luke uh ceo and founder on here and um we're excited for it as well we're hopefully gonna stream the podcast i'm gonna hopefully start personally streaming again um with their you know ftl type stuff so they, you'll have that interaction hopefully uh sub second or whatever they're saying fingers crossed everything not a hitch but yeah so glimish give us looking I'm, promising I'm, I'm excited for it um but yes, I've been excited from the moment that I saw it, honestly. Yeah. And that's um, how we met. I mean, let's let's yeah, let's yeah. let's, you know, pull, you know, take a look behind the curtain. That's how that's how we came to know each other from the Glimish discord. Full full disclosure, mm-hmm. you know, um, but and now, you know, we're having you on the podcast. Bringing people exactly. together. Exactly. Bringing people together. I love it's it. So good. I love it. I love it when like minded people come together. Um, and the thing that I love about about it is like everyone's so open minded and it accepting and you know flexible but also easy to talk to because i think communication is key and like willing to um it makes such a big difference i think we have a an awesome team i couldn't be more happier with the team that is glimish yeah. it's just so great couldn't agree more it's uh mm-hmm. some 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 great great folks in that community leading the team so it's awesome yeah if you guys haven't checked out glimish be sure to it's g-l-i mesh 
um, .tv and go take a look at your username now uh, before someone else takes yep. it. Because um, I promise you that's going to be the place to be. I really feel like it's going to redefine the way that we view our live content. Um, we're not competing with Twitch. We're not competing with Facebook. We're making something, um, you know, that's that's a little different. And it's going to challenge a little bit of the norm. But I think that's how we grow. And I think that's how we evolve. And it's definitely going to be something that you're going to want to check out and keep on your radar. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. You, you, you just laid it out. I mean, I don't need to say anything more about it. <laughs> you nailed it. Um, so, yeah. So Hi, now, Roman, let me tell you Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, so, you know, so you're doing this, all the streaming stuff. You have all this history with business and, and building brands and, and things like that. And where, where, what opportunities has that led you to other than just streaming? Um, I feel like, like in life, I've had a lot of different opportunities, different areas. Are you mean like job wise? No, um, like streaming career wise. So you built this good okay. brand. Um, you've like, I think you recently landed a partnership, right? Okay. Yes. Um, I think that really understanding that your stream can be a business and to think of it as such and what are your goals and you know really going from the inside and outside all together as a business and um one thing that i think is huge is monetizing your platform um that is some may think that you know that's from subs and bits that you may get like on twitch um, and I think that you should learn how to monetize your stream outside of that to where if you get subs, that's cool. Mm -hmm. If you get bits, that's even better. Um, but it's not a necessity and it's not something that you have to depend on. Um, there's other ways that you can monetize your business um, in a lot of different ways. And also like marketing and exposure and making um, partnerships or aligning yourself with similar businesses that have similar that have similar goals so you really need to know what you are what you stand for and where you want to go what do you want to do with it like what are what what are you wanting to to strive with that what met what mission or message are you trying to get across to your community um so one of those things uh there is a new partnership that i got this week um it is drop ship or quick drop media um it is a new gaming platform or a gaming it's a free gaming newsletter. Let me say that correctly. <laughs> Quick Drop Media is a free gaming newsletter. They are new, um, but I like to find like the kind of new stuff that says, well, this is the way we all do stuff and everybody's a, a the same, but a little different. And then there's these guys, right? And I feel like that's what Glimish is. Glimish is these guys over mm -hmm. here. And I feel like Quick Drop is these guys over here. I, uh, they, can, they came and um, approached me. Okay. And wanted to know if I was interested in, uh, in, in working with them and, and the stuff. And I said, you know what? I'm not too sure. I, I think I want to take a step back. I appreciate you reaching out to me. I want to take a few weeks and kind of see what you do. I want to see what this evolves into. And so I spent um, two, three weeks to a month kind of vetting them in sense, you know, looking at what they were doing, watching their activity on social media, um, you know, talking with the owner. Um, who is an amazing man, by the way, uh, from the little bit that I've talked to him, um, he used to be working in finance in New York. 
And uh, so we we got to talking like I have a business sense and um, I love when I get to talk with someone who kind of has that sort of background. Um, the brainstorming that we get to do is just amazing. Um, so we got to talking and I really got to know kind of where he's headed and what he's doing. And with the activity that I had saw, you know, he's not just having these ideas and not doing anything with them. They've got ideas and they're making them happen. Okay. They're doing something with it, you know. And then he goes, well, I see that you're in Glimish. He goes, I see that you're you're representing Glimish well and, you know, you're promoting them on your social media. And I think that's really awesome. And I think that you could you could definitely be an asset to our team, you know, but I would love to talk to you about Glimish. And so, you know, I directed them to who they could talk to with Glimish as well, because I wouldn't really be the one responsible sure. for bringing on a partnership with Glimish. Right. Um, but I could give them all the information. Um, so we had conversations and I told them about all the different features, you know, what's going on, all of the ins and outs of Glimish and what it is, um, as well as a new events team that we have put together. Um, so let me touch on that really quick. Um, let's say uh, Mixer, for a Mixer partner, you would have a um, partner rep that you could talk to. And let's say you have an event on your stream, maybe they'll put it on the front page or maybe they'll put it on their socials or something. Well, instead of having that locked behind a partnership, I thought how amazing would it be to allow everyone to have that ability to think creatively for their stream and not say, well, I'm a small streamer, so I don't have that ability. But instead of thinking that you're not a small streamer, you're a streamer, right? You can have quality content even with zero viewers, right? And so there's a way to do that. And so if you want to do this event, who's to say that your content isn't worthy of that? Um, so we have, so we started this event team. Um, so you guys will be able to, you know, think creatively. And when you want to have an event for your stream, you know, there'll be certain, there'll be a survey you can fill out, um, and all kinds of stuff. And then, you know, possibly that could happen. Um, we think that that's going to be a huge way that we could also integrate and help one another with Quick Drop. Let's say if someone from Glimish, let's say um, Bub was having a, an event on his stream. Quick Drop could actually put that event in their newsletter so that everybody with a newsletter could be able to see that and know that's happening. So it's another outlet, another source um, type thing that could happen. Um, so yeah, so I'm really excited to partner with them, kind of spread the news. Um, right now, it's just kind of signing up with your email. Um, and it's not going to be some huge spammy thing. They want to keep you updated on what's going on, but they want it to be a quick read, right? They want it to be, you know, less than five minutes read. You kind of get the update for the day and then you go on. Um, they're going to feature um, different streamers. They're going to feature different games. They're going to they're going to fill you in on the news. Um, one fun thing that they're doing is, uh, you know, each college has esports, so they're wanting to possibly sign like different esports teams. I know they just got Clemson, right? So if they can get everybody, we can almost sort of like do a tournament. Hmm. Really cool. Yeah. So, so fun stuff like that. Fun stuff. Um, lots of ideas, lots of ideas. The thing that I like about it the most is their idea guys that put them into action. Just like Glemish is great ideas and we put it into action. I feel like that's what I'm about as well. Um, and so I think that our values align. So I'm super excited to work with them. Um, but really just thinking about like, okay, so maybe you don't have a business background or, or that like I do, but that doesn't mean that you're limited. All you have to do is just research, use Google, use your resources, because you have every opportunity that I do, but you just have to apply yourself and put in that time to look for those things and look for those brands. 
Like, don't go to a brand that you don't really know anything about and say, oh, my God, I want you because of their name, mm -hmm. you know, because of the hype that they have for that. You need to go and look at their website and find out who's behind it. Who is in charge of it? How do they think? You know, is that something that you like? Is that something that you want to be associated with? Because you're going to be associated with that brand and that brand is going to be associated with you. So if their values and what they do and how they act and all those things don't align with your vision and where you want to go, then that's not going to be a good partnership to begin with. And it's going to be very one-sided. You want to make sure that you're getting something out of it as well as you're benefiting them and not so much as what you're getting out of it, but what could you add to add value? to what it is they're doing and what could they do to add value you know it's not always a money sign it's uh there's so much more that you can get out of it and when you really think about it that way it can really open much broader opportunities you know you need to go for it don't wait for them to come to you okay that's great that's that's great advice and i think i've said it before um relationships are the best form of currency yes so it, yeah money's nice and all but it you don't know what other opportunities are going to arise from a relationship you formed with, with people like Quick Drop, for example, or, or whoever else. Um, and no, that's some really good advice for folks, you know, in the stream world trying to trying to, you know, monetize streams, be business minded. Um, very smart guy once told me I, I that I work with still to this day. Um, it wasn't related to streaming; it was related to just work in general. And he said, um, "You don't have to know it; just know it exists." Mm -hmm. And I've applied that in many aspects of my life because if you don't have to know all the ins and outs, a hundred percent of everything, but if you know it exists, you can go find out as much information as you want to on yes. it. So, yes. And if you have a question, put your question in Google. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, like, if you're like, "Well, I don't know," okay. Well, how long are you going to sit there and not know? Because we literally have access at the fingertips. Right. To every single thing that you could ever want to know you just have to know how to find it mm -hmm. and google is an amazing place and reddit is full of communities and and people just like you and i and everybody else in this world who has probably gone through something that you already have and they've already asked that question and they've already got the answer mm -hmm. so um cool tip for google like let's say what stores are close to me there's so many filler words because every time you put in a word like the store, you should just use store and they should be more refined searches because what happens is, is for every space that's in between a word, Google looks up that individual word. So if there's the word the in your search at all, it's going to pull up every single website that has the word the, mm -hmm. you know how many websites you're going to get and like how many times do you ever go to page two on Google? So if you don't get the answer that you're looking for the first time, reword it, reword it. Try to think of how can I take this out? What could I maybe, maybe say, what's another word for so-and-so? Uh, what's a noun for this word? Um, how could I describe this type of things? And so like, just try to be creative thinking in that. And you will be amazed at the information that you will learn. And if you want to find Reddit, instead of just going to search Reddit, put in that search and put Reddit at the Absolutely, I've done that plenty. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good one. That is true. Yeah, done that plenty. Uh, just, Google doesn't have it. Reddit. Does. Yeah, <laughs> Reddit is the new internet. I'm convinced. <laughs> <laughs> they have they all have the everything. Info. They're the new wiki. Okay, yeah. they're the new. Wiki. It really is. Reddit has everything. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Rose, thank you so much for sharing your expertise and your journey with us. 
been fantastic. Sure, I had fun. It's a good story. See, I learned something about yeah. you. Didn't know all this stuff. This is amazing. Um, fun facts about Rogue. Right? Right? <laughs> so, um, we're just going to roll. We're bringing something back. We haven't done it in a little while. We're going to bring back unpopular opinion. I think Rose has an unpopular opinion, and I want her to share it with y'all. We got an unpopular opinion. My unpopular opinion is that I don't like the COD zombies. Don't, what don't you like about I COD know. zombies? Okay, so I have Modern Warfare, and it was the first COD I've ever played. Okay. Um, I like it, but it has its issues. Well, because it has so many issues, I refused to buy the new one because I figured I was just buying the same issues over again, right? right. So I was like, no, I'm not going to get it. So everyone's like, well, zombies came out, and the picture looks like a rave, and I love raves. So I was like, I'm going to play. So the free games are out. I downloaded it. We're going to play it. I tried to play six times, and every time I tried to play, I made it like not even two minutes into the game, and it, I got this like weird Ethernet looking cord thing on my screen. And I was like, What is happening right now? They're all your DC. I'm like, huh. So it happened six times in a row. And I said, You know what? I'm not going to play this. So then today, I decided to try it out and see if I could actually finish. I didn't DC for many games. I could play. And I finished a couple games. I didn't like having to... Well, everybody everybody already kind of knew what to do, right? So everybody's running around doing all the things that I probably should be doing, right? Or could know about doing, but I didn't know because I just didn't know. And they do it before I know. So I'm not learning. I'm not learning anything. I'm just running around shooting zombies. And you get all these waves. And so then it gets to a point, I think we got up to like, I don't know, wave like 13 or 14. And, you know, you've just got these heaps of zombies and you're like getting these heaps. And then I turn around and, but now I'm being tackled by all these zombies. And it's just, it's just a game of how fast can I reload and how fast can I spray or pump a <laughs> shotgun in them? And like, that's all I'm doing. It's just shooting and then reload and then shooting and then reload. And it's like, I would much rather play modern warfare multiplayer and like try to aim and shoot someone then i would to just like close my eyes and okay pull the trigger yeah, you know? yeah, yeah like yeah. it just it, the spray and pray wasn't for me i didn't i it's i i actually turned it off and was like i'm gonna uninstall it okay it wasn't what I wanted. It was not what I expected. That, I don't that, know. It wasn't and, for and me. That, that is all right. And that is what Unpopular Opinion is all about. So thank uh, you for sharing your, your COD Zombies Unpopular Opinion. You're welcome. Uh, fantastic. Sorry. But Sorry. Don't, guys, be nice in the comments, okay? <laughs> be nice in the comments. You know the slogan we, we wrap up every show with, okay? So that's what it's about. All right. And Rose will probably hear that shortly. So, well, again... We're going to wrap this up. This has been episode 37 of the Fresh Taste Gaming Podcast. Rose, let everybody know where they can find you. Plug all your stuff. For sure. Um, I am pretty easy to find. Rose Raider one um, on Twitch and Twitter and Instagram um, and Glimish. And so, yeah, go check me out. Go click the follow button. Um, if you go to any one of those, you'll be able to make your way to a Discord link if you would like to play games. Um, I'm open, so I play WoW, Phasmophobia, Among Us, Cyberpunk, Apex, COD, uh, Valhalla, um, and then some other ones. I really like to play 
play with the community. Um, so yeah, just get involved. Um, I know sometimes people can be scary and you're like, mm, I don't want to bother them. No, I'm open. I'm open. I'm your friend. You don't even know me, but you're going to, and we're going to be best friends. So let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And we, of course, will put all your, uh, your links in the uh, video description. So check this out below. Awesome. I am Evan. This has been Fresh Takes Gaming. Hit us up on Twitter at Fresh Takes Pod or on Instagram, which we never really post there. Instagram, whatever. Fresh, Fresh Takes Gaming. And we're also on TikTok now. Uh, if you do the TikTok thing, giving that a shot. I don't know how it's going to go. We've posted two videos. I don't know. At Fresh Takes Gaming. I just started one. Really, so, a little weird. At, it, it, <laughs> it is weird. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, it's different. It's just different. So yeah, at Fresh Takes Gaming on TikTok. Uh, hit us up in the Discord. Links below. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We're also doing a 100 uh, subscriber giveaway. We're at like 76, 77 right now on YouTube. Get to 100. We're giving some stuff away, y'all. So check that out. Yeah. Until next. Hit that subscribe. Hit it. Smash that button. Smash it. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, guys. Um, that's going to wrap it up. And as always, the best game is the game you like to play and how you like to play it. See you next time. Peace, y'all.